Welcome to Hope for Restless Hearts, the podcast of Restless Heart Ministries. My name is John Newton. Restless Heart Ministries is a Christian organization that seeks to provide resources for people in need of spiritual, emotional, and physical rest. Our hope is that, through the work of the Holy Spirit, they may lead renewed lives of faith in God, hope in His Word, and a love for others. Today we're going to be talking about the ideal, looking for goodness, truth, and beauty in a world that's just gone mad. I believe that every human is in search of what is ideal. By definition, the ideal is that which is perfect, mature, right. It is the embodiment of every perfect thing that our heart longs for. And our ideals are the things that are most often damaged, tarnished, or destroyed by, well, living in this life. Have you ever had that inner longing for some area of this world, or your own personal life, to be made perfect? To be without hurt, or wound, or disappointment? I know I certainly have. Nobody likes to be taken advantage of. To be wounded or to suffer personal loss, we all long internally for things to be right, and this longing leads us to search for answers to the wicked mess we see and the mess we experience around us. You know, some people turn to the only one that they truly trust, themselves. Only they can be trusted to know right from wrong, to do what is good, or to judge other people. Their opinion is both rational and emotional, and since they have this world figured out, it is their self-satisfying duty to inform the others. Other people turn to religion, to a system of rights and wrongs, um, a system that values goodness, or a system that judges others so that you don't have to do it alone. What we haven't figured out, surely someone else has, and they can tell us how to think, how to live, and how to act through a structured code of rules or laws. A third group of people turns to God to acknowledge that only He alone has the answers to life's brokenness. Only He determines right from wrong. Only He is good, and only He can rightly judge. And only in a relationship with Him, through His Son, empowered by His Spirit, Can I make sense of this world and experience elements of the coming ideal that he promises to bring about one day? Which one of these do you lean towards? Let me bring this search for the ideal down to an even more practical level. Lately, I've been really longing for things in this world to be right. Have you ever felt the same? I'm sick of the effects from sin, both on my personal life and on just about everything I see around me. Take, for example, death. I hate death. I have inherited several things from my late grandparents' estate that now are part of my treasure trove of belongings, but every time I look at them, I cannot help but think, this is not right. These things don't belong to me. They belong to them. Everything in my being desperately wants to turn back the clock and and to take these possessions back to where they belong. You know, things don't seem right. It doesn't seem right that I have these things, yet I do. I long for the ideal, a time when death just simply doesn't take place. Another example is the relationship between mankind and other creatures of God. 
nature is a major ideal that I struggle with this. I long to be able to communicate with animals. Uh, do you have a similar feeling and longing? Not necessarily the doggy obedience training kind of communication with animals, but to truly be able to commune with them. You know, I have hummingbirds and small sparrows, birds like that, that sort of visit me every day for food and drink. I'm so delighted to be part of God's common grace towards these creatures, but I long for these beings to not be deathly afraid of me or anyone else, but maybe to see me as God's representative on this earth, just like God made Adam to be in the Garden of Eden. I guess that I long for the ideal of Eden. You know, the ancient philosopher Plato was among several of his era to conclude that mankind was in search of at least three ideals, three transcendentals, goodness, truth, and beauty. He sometimes added justice to the list, but since it comes under truth, it wasn't regarded as being equal to the first three things, goodness, truth, and beauty. Plato was convinced that a right and proper society was composed of these three ideals. To the great thinker, anything that didn't fall under the ideals wasn't worth studying. You know, I can see easily these three ideals in scripture, especially when the authors describe God and his character. Here is Moses quoting God, who was describing himself, which only he can rightly do. It comes after Moses asked to see God's glory or his beauty. And God put Moses up on a rock ledge, covered his face, and passed by him. Here's what Exodus 34 says. The Lord passed by before Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in loyal love and faithfulness, keeping loyal love for thousands, and forgiving iniquity, and transgression, and sin. But he by no means leaves the guilty unpunished, responding to the transgressions of fathers. As for beauty, Moses' face shone with the radiance of the glory of God after this encounter with God's beautiful majesty. As for goodness, we see that the Lord is the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding, in love and faithfulness. As for justice, we see that he does not leave the guilty unpunished, but instead responds to transgression, justly, in truth. You know, I also see the three ideals and the very innate longings of the human heart. In Romans 2, Paul describes how humans were created with an innate ability to discern right from wrong, aka the law, a moral conscience that modern science still cannot explain. It's what sets humans apart. We have this moral conscience and we make actions based upon that conscience. You know, this internal compass judges people's actions, Paul writes. It is this moral orientation that I believe leads people to seek the ideal in life. Our inner compass says, seek true north. And when things aren't true north, well things just aren't right. For Christians, we know that one day Jesus will return to reign on the earth and set things right. Sin and death and their proponents have been judged, and they will one day be sentenced and executed. That's what 1 Corinthians 15 says.
and we know that our eternal heavenly home will be amazingly ideal, with no more death, crying, fear, brokenness, etc. Um, if you want an exercise, read Revelation 21, verses 1 through 7, over and over and over again. It's pretty convincing that the ideal is waiting for us. But what about life on this side of heaven? Well, I see two things. First of all, there is an emotional peace found in the hope of the promises of God, especially His faithful promise to destroy brokenness forever. Hope will not disappoint, just as Paul wrote, though we have to live through the weight of our fallen human existence until God brings the ideal into full application. That leads to the second thing. There are glimpses of God's ideal planted all over the daily grind of our human experience. Take nature, for example. The ideal has humans and animals, trees and plants, etc., living in perfect harmony. No global warming, no deforestation, no landfills 600 feet tall. But in the midst of our broken world, there are opportunities to feed hungry wildlife, to grow beautiful flowers, and otherwise be part of God's ongoing caretaker role in His created world. In death, there is comfort. In loneliness, there is companionship. In sickness, there is real healing. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in wanting things to be right in this world, so I have a question for you. What ideals are you most longing for? What would you consider to be your biggest make-it-right ideal? That number one broken thing you want to change. Over the next few podcasts, we're going to talk about some of these issues, some of these ideals that we see broken and that cause great restlessness for us in this life. We're going to tackle them one at a time. We're going to talk about health and medical issues. We're going to talk more about death, talk about loneliness and companionship, about mankind's role in nature, about politics and governments and the brokenness we see there, about our memories and dreams, and about our longing for rest itself. It's my prayer that you might see a little bit of the ideal in the world here, around you, and in your life, because God is here and He is present in your life, and He is holy and perfect. He cares and loves the day-to-day. He's concerned about it. And he wants to help you to not only focus on the ideals that he's going to bring to the whole universe, but the wonderful ideals that he can share with you in this day-to-day life. Be gods and stay tuned. <laughs>